Why do we need quiet in the other room? Because an major distraction. Oh, oh. Every oh, one of our sorry. listeners are going to be completely Did you distracted. not know that we are like like the most underproduced podcast? Yeah, I know, but at a certain of point, all fucking podcasts. at a certain point people, you know, they deserve a little bit better. <laughs> you know what? It's cuz you have undiagnosed ADD. I think you might have it as well. I probably do. You're right. <laughs> we both do. I probably have the the ADH AD or whatever. I don't know. By the way, I, I, I have no idea but, what you're saying right now because right. I can hear all the shit in that's the background. Right. That's right. That's why like, a ch- like what are you going to do when you have a kid? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, honey. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey. Huh? Oh, no. Chris, no, please. Yeah, please wait, come wait, here. Wait, no. Show you this. Did you see the cartoon? Oh. Oh. He wants to show you so something. My sweet husband is distracting our dear guest who only has a like yeah, she limited, doesn't have that much time. I know, <laughs> and he's showing it's, her videos. It's Isla Fisher. I know, you like YouTube videos, and she has yeah. to go like be at a dinner. What are they doing? This is about? crazy. What oh, is God. going on? This is Amy right now talking. <laughs> oh my God! What are you, you guys aren't going to ask me anything difficult? Yes. Oh yeah. Are you serious? Lots. Well, not like. Oh God. This, what, this isn't some political interview about. Fit. You're gonna have. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Oh, God. I this promise. isn't about but sex, I, is it? I don't but I do need sex. everyone to quiet down because we are going to start this thing. Okay, great. <laughs> because Sims. No, not you, Isla. I'm oh, talking no. to everybody else. No, but listen, Isla, Sim, I love him so much. We've been friends for a really long time. We have one of the like the few... Are you recording so, this? Is this why you're being so yeah. effusive? Oh, sorry. No, no, but we have like one of the very few like heterosexual like friendships that could survive for a decade because we know way too much about each other. But um, he's also incredibly... Incredibly frantic. Frantic? Uh, no. Come that's on. okay. I, I I'm feel on like that I've speed. I'm a bit yeah. frantic as a person. That's generous of you. Oh, that was sweet of you to say that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. No, I, I def- definitely get nervous and speak too quickly and stress mm. out about things that normal people don't. You seem, you don't seem that way at all. I know. That yeah. doesn't seem like a very typical, the stereotype of Australian. Yeah, I know. That yeah. must be so annoying, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I'm supposed to be super laid back in my sensibility, right? And just, you know, be into, you know, I mean, I think I have that side too, but just like everyone, it's like balancing, you know, so many balls in the air. Balls. Balls. Oh, I just I like enjoyed that. saying wait, that. Wait, how, how can I say it like you? Balls. <laughs> that's you? British. Ball. Hang on, I've lost my accent. Balls. 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 It's like you're speaking sort of on the, like with a higher, like, like a, like on the roof, like a slightly on the back of your Balls. mouth. Yeah, it's maybe more. opening the, if I was Balls. to teach anyone to an Australian Balls. accent, I'd say open the back of your throat, open it right out, and you'll make the sound without having to try it. I feel, I feel like a snake about to chew this microphone. <laughs> That's amazing. That's very oh good. Oh my God, I love no, Was that really saying. good though? Yes. That no, was, was she not. sounded Australian. She didn't sound no, British. She sounded me, British To me, it sounded Australian, Australian. but, but you correct. would know though. But you would correct. know. So earlier, we were as we were prepping for you, um, we had talked about, um, I wanted to, now that we sort of talk about accents and stuff because they scrapped the idea but um, I, I was thinking about how you would imitate an American doing a bad Australian accent well there's one famous case of course which is you know people use in Australia regularly which is when Meryl Streep uttered the oh, right, incredible right, 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 right. sentence about right. the missing dingo right 
But actually, when you go back retrospectively and watch that movie, it was actually a pretty, I mean, it was, the accent was perfect. I just think there's something. Oh, and it was just sad language. But did, <laughs> can, you, but, can you tell but, our audience? Because I, lo- I love that. A dingo took my baby. Oh, I thought the dingo ate my baby. It was yes, took? Yes. No, maybe it was eight. Oh, it I was eight, I might have been right? a very small child when I saw that story. <laughs> <laughs> Isla Fisher, thank you so much for being here You're tonight. So welcome. I wish I'd prepared some anecdotes. Of no, 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 no. We're gonna do all the, yeah. the all the work, and you, then you have to like be game to our stupidity. <laughs> but um, the first time I met you was I don't know if you remember, but um, you gave me an award. Yes, you do I remember. remember. I was such a big fan. It was so exciting. What was the award? It was MTV a, Breakout a, Star, yeah. nineteen ninety one. Just kidding, two thousand five. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first and only. Now I've just got, I can only say I've won that. And also I'm a SAG member. That's as good as it gets. Listen, I the only award I have is a Stony, which is from High Times Magazine, which is a bong. <laughs> <laughs> been nominated for an MTV Movie Award for Best Kiss, not even for... Anyway, whatever. But uh, yeah, so, you know. <laughs> I, but you were so lovely and, and you're so brilliant and you're beautiful. Aww, and, thank you. Um, and I'm so happy. Like one of the great things about this podcast has been getting to meet and connect with a lot of other women, in particular, that I really admire. And oh, because we so don't necessarily Thank get you. to do that in our workspace, because no, we don't, right? Like because there's so many men. Yeah, sort of hushed, you know, meetings occasionally in corridors at you know events or parties where you go, I really love you in this and you right. were great in that and then it's, is your lipstick on straight? Mine's smeared and then right. it's moving on. And you're like, I really love that person. I wish yeah. I got to know them better. Um, anyway, so thank you so much for being Aww. here because you're, you're definitely one of those people in my life. Um, oh, thank you. So I really appreciate it. Um, okay, so now my I My husband, by the way, before I forget, wants to dispel the rumor that he can't pronounce your name. He says there's a rumor going around town that he doesn't know your name is <laughs> Anna and not Anna. Okay, but wait. We have a name. You and I have that The same situ. Yes. I know. But when British people say my name... They say Anna. Yeah, and it so doesn't bother like me. Say it sounds Sasha elegant. Sasha here and instead beautiful. of Sasha. Oh, it is Sasha. Yeah, it's Sasha. Everyone calls him Sasha. But I think it would sound weird for someone with an American accent to say Sasha. For me, with an American accent, if I said, if I called him Sasha, it would just sound a little weird, I think. Mm, Say it. What do you think? Yeah, say it. Oh, hey, Sasha. Nice to meet you. No, because that's his name. So it sounds normal to me. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think that, I don't know, that like now, now I'm wondering if I been pronouncing this <laughs> oh fuck Isla, what the fuck are you doing to me so wait though what you must get what do you, what's the most common mis- mispronunciation <laughs> i get called Elsa, ilsa ailsa um what's really what's what what sometimes someone confidently says my name correctly um, and then someone else m- sort of mispronounces my name and says Isla. And then the person that said my name correctly will join the person that said it incorrectly because I'm not a big correct. But I am saying it right, right? You I'm are. Not, oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Thank God. No, 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 no. You, but, you guys are both. You're I not went to my narcissist either. territory. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
But Isla is saying that you're you're. I'm not a corrector. You're either. not a corrector. I'm no, not a corrector. it feels ugly. It doesn't feel it good. It doesn't feel good. And 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 you can feel intent behind someone. And I also blame my parents. It's not the person who's attempting to pronounce my name. No. I, I, my husband and I have a great relationship. I love him so much. You know, but I s- totally suspect that the, the reason he calls me honey is because he doesn't know how to pronounce me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, you guys. I don't know if he's ever said Anna. Well, I just saw him eat an entire apple. <laughs> so anything is possible. He doesn't even leave the core. Oh, listen. That's what happens when you grow up in Washington State. Like, you just eat the whole fucking thing. <laughs> it's not was not. Okay, so we, um, we do a lot of ridiculous things on this podcast. Oh, God. So if you're okay yeah. with this, um, this is a segment called How Would You Proceed? Oh, I okay. like it. Okay. Let's find out how much you like it in a minute here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You have been dating a great man. Okay, this is a world where you're single. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Okay, yes. Sorry. Yes. This, it, listeners, this is a world where Isla is single. She's not married to a huge <laughs> movie star. <laughs> um, but she's, oh, oh, yeah. Well, Sam's getting anxious because he hears a child in the background. Oh, <laughs> I love you. I love that little boy. He's so cute. <laughs> he came over. He was so polite. He had manners. It's like meeting a French child. Oh, wait, you know, Chris is, I, Chris is like big on the man. I mean, we're, yes, at least we're trying to be. that's so good. Right? It's, it's so good. It's so hard. You try to model that behavior and then you're not supposed to really overcorrect. But um, anyway, it's so No, hard. and I, I don't know. It's important to us to have an acknowledgement of other people and mm-hmm. stuff. But it's also feels, anyway, this is. No, I'm not. Toddler talk. With Anna and Isla. You you look at me like like I want you to keep moving, but I'm enjoying the toddler talk. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sweet Sim. Um, Okay. Sim, S-I-M? Yeah. What is it short for? Simran. Ah, where? India. Indian. Simran. What does it mean? It means, I think it means repetition of God. I oh, think. that's nice. Yeah. Repetition of God? The, the God's name or something to do with that. I don't know. Wow. It's not anywhere yeah. in your birth order? What do you mean, wow? I'm pretty sure that's what it means. He's the firstborn oh. of yeah. two other siblings. Right. Um, but repetition of God, like God, 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 That's probably right. Sorry, I'm an asshole. Um, okay, so you, this is how do you proceed? Okay, how do I proceed? Sorry. Yeah. Um, you have been dating a great man, mm-hmm. Dr. Lawrence Murray, mm-hmm. for six months. Mm-hmm. It's an entirely fictitious character. I'm not going to find out later on he's a serial killer that I should have Googled. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, no, you Googled him. Like, things are going great. Yes. You're in love. Um, he's a pediatric brain surgeon. Oh, I've, that's very attractive. He loves comedy. One night while drinking his vintage um, scotch collection from his vintage Scotch collection. This is a sim edition here. No, uh, thirty-four no, thousand. Wasn't... Fine, it was mine. Uh, $34,000 <laughs> bottle of Yamazaki. Uh, you both start to get a little tipsy. He turns to you, grabs your face. Well, gently caresses your face. Mm-hmm. And says, you have the most beautiful skin on a woman I've ever seen. It's like porcelain. Which brings me to my point. You can clearly tell that I value complexion. By looking at my face. I attribute this to being breastfed until the age of eight. Um, what's his name again? 
Dr. Lawrence Murray. <laughs> wow, Dr. Lawrence. Um, just call me Doc. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, Doc. Um, how did it make you feel to wean so late in life? How did that affect your relationship with your mother? Oh, we're very close. We're mm. still very close. But she also alternated. I had a wet nurse for a while. And so there was an all like... You know, there's a lot of alteration. And I, and I know that that's why I have such healthy bacteria in my intestines. Yes. Well, you know, obviously your immune system will mimic the person that you're breastfed from. So you also have your wetness. Damn, you're beautiful. Immune. Oh, thank you, Doc. Um, I don't know if your skin is entirely... If we had babies. Yeah. Would you breastfeed for a long time? I mean, I know it's hard. You know, it's not always like the easy... I Like, I understand. I'm an empath. I feel like, honestly, Doc, I feel like this is premature. Um, I'm really enjoying getting to know you, and I think you're a, a great guy. Um, but ultimately, that decision would be kind of my choice, and I can't predict what kind of labor I'm going to have and how I'm going to feel postpartum. Babe, look around. You could have all of this. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to breastfeed you? You have really fucking smoking nipples. <laughs> I can't promise you that I'm could lactate, but there are tribes in Brazil, allegedly, where you suck hard enough and, and milk will come even without having... Babe, they're like that, uh, they're like orbs, the tiniest little balonies. Like if you could slice up tiny, 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 beautiful pink little balonies into perfect little cylinders, babe, that's your nipple eye. Oh my god, Doc, just the way you're talking to me is so horny. That's your nipple eye. Tiny little balonies. Where did that come but from? But I don't even know what a baloney is. It's a cold cut. You know, like 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 turkey. It's very, oh, it's like not American. kosher. It's, Got it. That's it's, why I can't picture it. It's, it's very... It's a it's pork pink. product. It's yeah, a, it's a pork product. Right. Very, Sliced very up pretty. Pork. <laughs> oh, Isla, first of all, like... Hands down, like you are. I love how game you are. Really, I had no great. idea it was this sort of show. It's amazing. Isn't it awful? It's so fun. Oh god. Wait until you. you. Wait until you get into part two. Oh, okay. God. So now here's another. How would you proceed? Okay. A single woman. Mm -hmm. um, you've been dating Nicholas for seven months. You are both. You're wildly in love. Um, he invites you to his family vacation at the Four Seasons in Costa Rica. So when you arrive, you meet his parents for the first time. His father Leonard hugs you and says, so great to finally meet you. I've heard so many good things. You can call me Leo, or hopefully one day, Dad. <laughs> um, I have to get one thing off my chest. I masturbated to you in Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a jokester you are. What a jokester. Nikki, your dad is hilarious.
hate it. I really, that would be unbelievable. Because as you know, as a woman, barely 30, it's not that offensive, the idea that someone might find you still fuckable. (laughs) I drive a minivan. I mean, so even if it is, you know, said potential totally. father. So is it more creepy or more flattering or a combination of both? Since I got the minivan, it's it's really shaked my confidence to the core. Um, now, I needed a minivan because I have three tiny people and they fit. But, um, you know, I feel a bit like I've given up on life. And that it is a complicated question, of course, because, of course, it feels good to be lusted after. Whatever, right. like... Well, and I was kind of woman. picturing a Robert Redford type. Is that inaccurate? It is inaccurate. This oh. is Leonard. Leonard, what does Leonard look like? Oh, no, wait. I retake that answer. <laughs> I totally, I pictured a white suit. And listen, Leonard's, Leonard's been uh, drinking like high quality craft beer for about mm, 64 years. Oh, um, gosh. Before uh, high quality craft beer was a thing. Yeah. He wears, um, he doesn't wear a Speedo, but he Budgie wears. smugglers. <laughs> 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 I don't know what that is, but I love that idea. It's a colloquialism about from Australia. It's another word for speedo, but you're smuggling a budgie down there. <laughs> budgie. Oh my god, I love that. Can yeah, we remember that? We have to remember that. <laughs> okay, so I think he obviously has bad boundaries, Leonard. Yeah. So yeah. it would it would just it just I just don't I'm not the kind of person that would be able to correct them. I feel like would I'd you have to talk, laugh would it you off. bring it up with Nikki in bed later? Like you're back at your I'm hotel room. I'm fairly sure at that point I'm on a plane home. Really? Wow. Even if Nikki's like it, was he drunk when he said it? A little bit. Just a little bit buzzed. At I the mean, pool. It, he didn't say something racist. He didn't say something you know, he didn't reveal some politically offensive. Um, I mean, he basically, he, he, well, I mean, it's sort of sexual harassment, but in a social setting, I don't know. I feel like you, what would you do? I would Honestly, have to bring it up with Nikki. What would you say to Nikki? I would say, Nikki, your dad's honey, a pervert. <laughs> something a Which little bit scene weird. too? Did he masturbate over the boob scene or did he just masturbate over like the scene where I meet for the Is first time? Is that really an important question? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be funny. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess I would have to before I ended things with Nikki because Nikki's great, and maybe doesn't take after his dad. Maybe I could let him be like, "Oh yeah, my fucking fucking Leonard man." Yeah, like I just he's always doing that kind of fucking shit just to because he's that way. Please, this is why after seven months you haven't met them, and we yeah. had to go to Costa Rica to meet them. You yeah. know, babe. Um. But what if he does it again then? Like once, if Nikki talked to you and everything was fine, but then he says something else that's completely inappropriate during that same vacation. At this point, what do you do? Well, does Nikki have to talk to his dad? After he spoke to his dad, but his dad no, doesn't relent. No, no, no. But that's the thing is it does Nikki, what if Nikki's not, doesn't, can't talk to Leonard like, and be like, dad, please don't be such a fucking creep around my hot girlfriend. Well, he, no, here's the thing. Nikki should talk to his dad regardless. That's the, the right thing to do after the first time he sees it or witnesses it. That should be a conversation immediately. But, but because but. Nikki is uh, an attorney with the Southern Poverty Law Center, <laughs> he is living off daddy's I money. I about that. That's true. Yes. So he's, so Nikki's he's father is subsidizing. Yeah, he's, he's a dependent. He's a trust affair. So he, yeah, he can't. <laughs> 
That's a really, really good point. So he can't necessarily be like, Dad, no. like ease up, you know, because like, he feels he can't, owned. No, because he needs, he needs money. Yeah. Mm. So does Nikki ask <laughs> me to just take it on the chin? Will, you take, will have... you take it on the chin? He I... works for Southern Poverty Law. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm on that plane. Does really? That make me too judgy. No. No. Nope. Oh. The, that's why we ask yep. those questions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If they weren't challenging, you know, they were. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Should we do, let's do, should we do the second one? Or yeah, let's just, do, let's, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's do it quickly. Okay. You were called, this is another how do you proceed. You were called in by a studio head mm-hmm. for a chemistry session opposite Daniel Day Lewis mm-hmm. for a giant tentpole movie called White Girl Wasted. <laughs> <laughs> the script is getting early Oscar talk. They want you for the female lead, of course. <laughs> Thank um, you, Anna. <laughs> the meeting is going great, and you and Daniel really hit it off. Uh, right before you read, Daniel excuses himself to use the restroom. When he comes back, you notice that his fly is down and his left ball is hanging out. <laughs> How do you proceed, Dean? I lick it. <laughs> Perfect. Just get down that's a roll a, That's the best Dan answer. I uh, you got the roll. <laughs> that's how we did it back in the old day huh <laughs> how do you think I got scary movie one two three and four <laughs> a little Daniel ball <laughs> see what people don't know is that the reason I got the weigh-ins saw me because Daniel Day Lewis called them <laughs> right, right, right. His yes. balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that Daniel Day Lewis and the weigh-ins rather oh my gosh, tight. The, yeah so right. so yeah yeah no. <laughs> um okay so now we are going to move on to an Im- another improv Thing. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, wish I know. I'd to but you know what? The, but the, I, I know. know. You know. You would be like, I'm leaving. Oh, <laughs> she doesn't know about the callers then. Oh, I don't know anything about this. This is great. Show. You okay. are so kind. This is gonna be. This is. You, by the way, you're being. Kind. I love that you're just so game for this. Yeah. But am I doing the worst job? Mm-hmm. You're one of our best. No, you're slain. You're, you're really? doing. You're kicking I have ass no idea right what's now. Happening. I'm worried I've revealed something no. about just my character. Just keep doing what you're doing. Proves that no. I'm deeply flawed. I'm <laughs> that you're, that you're fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, thanks. That's the. Yeah. That you're funny. That you're. No. That you. Okay. So now. Okay. I do this little bit where I play a character named Karen Sarducci. Mm-hmm. And she is the. Um, should I just start playing her? Well, I mean, we um, should we should okay. give her a little so bit of background who she is. You're coming into a general meeting mm-hmm. with Karen Sarducci. She's the CEO mm-hmm. or CEO or she's the she's head, a, the chair. She's the head executive of, Ma- of Imaginarian Studios. Mm-hmm. You know exactly who this person is. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm going to pitch you a few ideas. Okay, great, great. Okay. How desperate am I in my career right now? Is it like me? I've got nocturnal you, animals yeah, coming out. So yeah. I feel, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, it's you. You're you're at a good place. You're I'm right great, now, a great place. And you're, I'm, you're a big movie star. And okay. I'm her assistant, Donovan. Isla, it's so Hi. nice to meet you. I'm Donovan. Hi, Donovan. Pleased to meet you. So Karen is excited to meet you. Can I get you anything to drink before you walk um, in? Um, I'm okay. Actually, you know what? I'll just get a sparkling water if you've got one. Here you go. It's right Thank here. Thank you. LaCroix. Um, and look, Karen just walked in. Karen, I'd ah. like you... Hi. Karen, I'd like you to meet Isla Fisher. Isla. Hi. Hi, Isla. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I have a little bit of a cold. Otherwise, I would shake your hand <laughs> or hug you. It's so, so nice to meet you. Oh, thank you. It's I've, so nice to meet you. No, no, no. I have been a fan of yours for a very, very long time. And my children, Milo and Ventimiglia, um, we were vacation <laughs> recently. Um, at, 
With Donovan, where were we? Wait, I don't know. She's <laughs> laughing about something. I don't know. Um, no, no, I wasn't. I just, I couldn't hear your son's la- the last name that you my mentioned. My son and daughter, Milo and Ventimiglia. Oh, no, Ventimiglia. Two, two sons. <laughs> Where's Ventimiglia from? Where's that name from? <laughs> just curious. Oh, it's a family name, an old family name. Oh, yeah. Um, but we were recently in Prague, and they were talking about how much they loved you. They had their finger on the pulse. They're 14 and 16. They had their <laughs> finger on the pulse of... All of Hollywood, you know. <laughs> and so, anyway, they said, Mommy, please, please, please sit down with Isla Fisher because she is really, she's a comedic genius. And she's yeah, they're huge fans. They're huge fans. They're huge fans. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> sorry. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. Um, you know. Um, so, uh, I wanted to throw a couple of ideas past you of some uh, movie ideas mm. to see if you're interested mm. now the scripts aren't fully fleshed out mm. um <laughs> but we will um i don't know i feel like this is it'll be a sort of you know a work in progress uh the first project i wanted to run by you to see if you were interested in is uh gravity 2 you're familiar with gravity Yes, of course. Brilliant. Yeah, I does. didn't know you produced that. Congratulations. Yes, thank it's you. such a great film. Well, she thank didn't you. she didn't produce thank it. Thank you. Oh. Donovan, shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> but you saw rights. it. You we have the rights. We have the rights great. to the sequel. Um, so we're imagining um, gravity and, and and this the the thing is is that Sandy got an Oscar and mm-hmm. now we want you to get an Oscar. You know I'm and, not Amy Adams, right? <laughs> Did did you you know it's it's Isla Fisher? I'm yes. Not, oh, sorry. You're the British girl. I'm actually Australian, but Queens, I've been to I've Queen, been to Britain a lot. The whole Queens it's a part of the Commonwealth. Um, I put down Australia right here. Okay. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, okay, so Gravity okay. 2. Mm-hmm. I lost my grip. Too much Vaseline. What we're thinking um, is that in in the sequel to Gravity, mm-hmm. you're in the space station, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you've always loved space. I do. I'm a. Re- I've always wanted to go to space. I mean, who? I mean, astrophysics who, is who fascinating. Um, I know someone actually who works at NASA, and I and I've seen the Endeavor upside down. I've been to the Science Center. 
That's wonderful. Already, already you've done your homework. I love this. Um, okay, so now um, there's been a late shipment on your recent resupply thing or whatever. Uh, you love to moisturize. Uh, you've run out of body lotion. Oh. So you've resorted to a Vaseline. Right. Now, when you go out on your daily spacewalk, you lose your grip. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm not laughing. I think that's it. Now, let me ask about the genre. Is it a comedy or is it a drama? Oh. It's a thriller. Drama. Drama. Right. Sorry, did you not hear the part about the Oscar? Yeah, no, I know, but there. I feel like there's more momentum towards, you know, award season now for comedies with Will Ferrell being nominated and... Blah, 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 blah. Let's just talk. Mm-hmm. Nobody really, no. No. Um, no, no, no. So um, I lose my grip. I'm slipping. You lose your, you lose your grip. Now, we're thinking that we're, that George is going to come back for Gravity 2. Yeah. Wait, isn't George... He, Clooney. He floated he, a wall. But he died. he died. No, no, no. He didn't. We, it was unclear. Brad will do it. it. I, I think Brad would do it. He didn't Can float you get away. Him? I mean, I'm, I'm sure I could. It's, I like a, it's a great move for him. I like this go-getter attitude. Yeah. Interesting. Right. I could try to get Brad. Like all right, all right. I like that too. Brad could be George. Yeah. He's floated away, and as you slip away, you grab him back. Oh, but my hands will slip and slide off his oh. masculine torso. Mm. All right, all right. Well, let's work in progress. Uh, so, so think about that one. Mm-hmm. You can tell me if you're in or out later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk through your people or whatever you want to do. Um, now, the second movie that we uh, have acquired the rights to, um, of course, is um, Crocodile Dundee. And now, but we're doing a female version. Now, I know that you think, like, oh, because I'm British, like, this is a natural fit for me. She's Australian. I'm so um, sorry, I'm Australian. <laughs> so I felt like somebody was talking. Anyway, this is called Crocodile Dundet. Mm. Um, Crocodile. Could I just recommend crocodile done tits? Interesting. Done tits. Done tits. Crocodile done tits. Crocodile done doozy. Crocodile done clitoris. <laughs> crocodile <laughs> done <joke>. clit. <laughs> crocodile. I like this though. I love how you're brainstorming. This is exciting. Um, so in this movie mm-hmm. that we've envisioned, uh, crocodile done clit. Um, you are you're adopted, oh. but you've always been drawn to reptiles, and you're not even quite sure why. <laughs> you want to become a herpetologist <laughs> since the age of nine. You've always been drawn to reptiles. You're not even sure quite why. <laughs> but at age 17, mm. you find out that... You're Paul Hogan's daughter. Wow. Now you So it's a movie within a movie? No, 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 no. I mean... Paul Hogan's character. Oh, sorry, sorry. The Crocodile Dundee. Okay, forgive me. Yeah. Um, anyway, you have that... Um, apparently there's some... You might not know this because you're from England, but uh, there's <laughs> some large, like... I don't know, 82-foot-long crocodiles that live in the salt... In Australia. The saltwater crocodiles. Yeah. Yeah, you do know. Oh, that's very good. Um, yeah. Already, Donna, note that. She, I'm she, just going to, Donnie, if you could just write a note down just that I am Australian. I, I, I wrote, I've already wrote that for her. Okay. So imagine you're in Australia, which I'm not sure if you've been there before, 
but oh, wow. um, but you're face to face with a hundred and twenty three foot m- meter long saltwater crocodile, mm-hmm. and you have the courage to take your Bowie knife and just jam it right in its throat, right in its fucking throat. Mm. It's a trailer moment. I think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got chills. Did you get chills, Isla? I did, Donnie. I got chills. Oh, but you know, what? But yeah. but sorry. Can I just ask? So, is it a kind of you know, is it a comedic take on Crocodile Dundee? Is it no, me in the wild? No, like, no, no, oh, no, no, I don't no, really know how no, to handle the animals. You, um, it's a it's a journey. It's a father daughter journey. It's about you oh. actually connecting me and Mel Gibson. Is, is now is he still out, Donovan? Uh, or no, do Mel, we let him Mel back Gib- in? Mel Gibson is fine now. He's okay. He had a movie out He's called Hacksaw Eric Barnes okay. are probably, you know, oh, well, more right, relatable right, choice. Right. British, though. I don't <laughs> um, okay, we'll work on that. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do have a deal with Justin, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. We have a deal with Justin we Bieber. Have, yeah, we have to. We, we have we have a deal where we have to put Justin Bieber in three movies. So. <gasps> Justin Bieber. Is he dressed as the alligator? Because he seems too young to play my father. I'm confused about no, his he's role. Your in lover. The piece. He's my yes. lover. You yes. work a tour guide where mm-hmm. you show tourists these incredibly large saltwater crocodiles. Mm-hmm. And does and he entertain them? Does he sing to them? Does he say he's sorry? And they all just Is he like Dr. Doolittle? Or sorry, am I the actual animal wrangler in the story? I'm sorry. <laughs> Didn't follow that part. Did she apologize? Cause she, I, I don't think she really apologized. I don't. I didn't feel like it was heartfelt. I didn't either. Um, no, no, no. He's. Um, you both work um, sort of a, a, this like a tourist raft boats, mm. um, but you are the one who actually has the passion for the animal. And um, and Justin. Now listen, I I know Justin is a, he's known as a singer and performer, but he really wants to act, mm. and he's. Isn't he wonderful? He's Donovan? terrific. He's he terrific. Is so wonderful. He's a natural. Oh, I I saw him do a monologue from this um, play from the Holocaust called "I Never Saw Another Butterfly," where he played a small child who uh, was bemoaning um, the loss of his family. Anyway, I'm not so really. I think you'd be a perfect um, match. This yeah. is so flattering. Um, I've really enjoyed meeting you both. I don't know that um, uh-huh. right. I necessarily, having not, I've not worked with Justin uh-huh. Bieber. Um, I'm not a familiar with this particular piece uh-huh. you mentioned. Sorry, right. um, Crocodile Dunklet. No, um, I mean the play that you mentioned. It oh, seems like yeah, it's making Don't a, worry about that, but that was just a preliminary... I know his comments on Anne Frank were pretty offensive, um, and I just feel like I don't know... Now, see, I would beg to differ. Mm-hmm. Now, because um, I feel like if you were to put me at any stage in time, mm-hmm. let's say I was in ancient Egypt... Mm. And, you know, something horrible happened to me. I would like to think I would have been a believer. Mm. I don't think, I think there was a huge, we'd already signed our deal before (laughs) that happened. Okay, can we just move on? Okay. 
Um, well, I really appreciate um, this meeting, and um, I do too. Oh, Milo and Ventimiglia are going to be so thrilled. Do you want me to? Do you want to take a picture for him for the kids, or that would be lovely with Donovan. I don't need it. Not for me. I would like a picture. Did with you, you not see all that? Oh, I thought you meant for your children. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. No, 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 no. they don't. I would like a picture with you. Oh, I'll, that, take, I'll take it. That's weird. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. <laughs> I'm sorry, Isla. That was amazing. There is so the voice is so good. It's like yeah. it's so good. <laughs> it's, you have to know everybody in this room. You have to know that that what she just did is exactly <laughs> what it's like. It's it's a regular character. It's it's, she, it's she's, unbelievable. Yeah, it's so <laughs> amazing. It's just it's almost it's like I had it's, a visceral I'm reaction so sorry. to it. It's so good. <laughs> it's brilliant. But you you have to do a movie with that character. Or like a web series. Yes. A Karen Sardinia yeah, web, web series. series. Oh, hilarious. Let me show you a little fan art because this is so fun. Wait, you have to do. She has wait, to wait, do wait, something where are you with going? this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. And wait, what the, what are li- just the voice and the pace it's of the perfect, speech right? and the sort of trailing off and <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, wait, describe what you're looking at, Anna. Okay, Anna. we're looking at a very, she's kind of wearing, I mean, you read it because you have to do yeah. the voice. Um, so who drew that? Was that from Dave or no? This is from Josh Stevens. Josh Stevens. 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 Oh, Stevens. oh, Josh Stevens. Stevens. Yeah, he he does a lot of great. Josh, art for you us. are brilliant. Anyway, you sent me this beautiful picture that where is I, brilliant. I play, um, um, yeah, Karen Sarducci and. It's so brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's so it's, brilliant. <laughs> but it's that because it's such a. Although it, she's much sexier than I imagine my Karen is. But, but I mean, I'm embarrassed to admit this, particularly on you know on a podcast, but. I, the amount of gigs that I've got because somebody's kids. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Just really liked you in Hot Rod. <laughs> or really liked you in Confessions <sighs> of a Shopaholic. You know, I, and it's, I mean, I don't, begr- by the way, I yeah. completely understand. Right. It's, it's still, it's equally as flattening, flattering as if an adult. But it's just, sure. it is amazing to me that, um, you know that that it can can come down to can that. Can you imagine, like, if Milo was like, "Mom, mom, you don't fucking get it, mom." No, nobody cares about like fucking Tom Hanks, like finding like I don't know the security to the world, mom. Nobody fucking gives a shit, man. Like, don't do that, mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that, yeah. that was asked how you imagine Milo. Yeah, <laughs> right? Or like any or, yeah. studio executive yeah. kids. Like, God, mom, you don't even fucking get it, mom. What the fuck, man? Nobody wants to see that shit, mom. Yeah. Do you think, okay, here's the Oh, so my you, God, you, I think I would like throw my child down the stairs. I have a question for both of you. Since you both have young children mm-hmm. and they're both going to grow up in Los Angeles and they're all going to they're, they're go to private schools with other privileged parents who probably work in Hollywood and they're going to have like these real like adult conversations about the industry and talking about and it's just like I feel like do you think LA is a strange place because it's it's so confined to that industry especially where you send your kids to school and and how do you kind of balance that? I always feel like Hollywood for me reminds me of um at my high school we used to post they'd post the results of your exams up on the wall. Oh my god. So oh, yeah. Wow. And so if for, for the kids that necess- weren't necessarily engaged or enjoyed that topic and hadn't studied, they were you know, you were shamed. 
And I feel a bit like opening weekend. <laughs> it's like, you know, you're just there. You're confronted by posters. You're ever-changing status, which gives status mm-hmm. anxiety all the way. You know, and you're, or you're just sort of seeing images of people you know that maybe took gigs that you weren't able to do or didn't want to do for every reason or you didn't get you tried really hard for and you struggled and just didn't make the cut and so it's just like it's continually like having your results up <laughs> there's no escape from the yeah. you know that's a great way to put it and that's actually like been the relief of this podcast you know in like not only getting to like know people that i love um and admire from afar intimately but also kind of the relief of like this is just me and I don't know what else to sort of to do and and um and like the I like like the only time I think I make it in the tabloids is when I'm like stars without makeup or you know I joke about that (laughs) stars are just like us picking up dog shit yeah (laughs) yeah stars are just like us and she's not wearing makeup (laughs) look at her baby fat um but but yeah, but 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 under like being under a microscope, is it is really hard. But I think that um, doesn't everyone in every industry now feel that way too with kind of social media stuff yeah. and. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. No, I I just, um, not that I'm trying to promote something, but I just wrote a kids' book series, actually, and released it in England. And during the interview, I was asked about... um, Is it Margin Charge? Margin Charge. And I was asked about what my husband does in regards to our family in the evenings. This is on a a TV show, Australian TV show. And I don't talk about my husband publicly, and I don't talk about my children, even though motherhood is my favorite topic off the record, because they have a right to anonymity, and I don't want them to... You know, they should choose if and when they want to be seen. It's not up to me to use them to sell something or promote myself or any, you know, I don't even think it helps. But anyway, so I was asked this question and then I sort of politely skirted it and then I was asked it again. And then again, I'm, I'm live oh. on air. I, I said, oh, oh my I God. don't want to answer that. I'm so sorry. But, you know, and I, I, I thought I was being actually quite graceful. And then I got asked it again. I said, I'm really sorry. I can't. I don't want to answer that question because yeah. it's such a different st- situation telling an anecdote about your husband on a set environment at work than it is to our personal life. Anyway, what was interesting – sorry, this is really boring. Can no, 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 it's so what good. What was interesting is it became a tabloid story in England that I wanted to keep my privacy – so it used to be a tabloid story when you revealed anything. Right. Yeah. Now it's a story it's like, if you want to keep your privacy. We live in, so, in social media. This new, this new world right. is like it's it's Where news that is... you want to keep something yeah. back. Right. Like, like yeah yeah yeah. We're, it is. It it's is shocking. Like, yes. It's like there's a secret. 
Yes. Let's keep Why does she want to keep? Yeah. yeah. Instead of like, uh, I mean, back when I started out, it was, you know, when reality TV began, it was shocking that people were comfortable revealing personal things. It sort of felt like, oh my goodness, but don't they want to hold on to that so that when they create a character, we don't know that it's not really their identity because we don't know anything about them. No, I, I completely understand. And, and, um, and Chris and I are, are, we talk about this a lot. We sort of, we grapple with a lot of the ideas of being a public couple. And for the first time, I've talked about this in the podcast before, but like for the first time, um, like, I don't know, maybe a year ago or 10 months ago, we were in the public a little bit, like there's some tabloid rumors about oh. like strain in our relationship. And I just remember feeling so hurt in a way that bothered me because I didn't want, I didn't want to think of myself as somebody who could be affected by people that you haven't met or tabloid shit, you know, just like, Oh, can I just slough it off? But I remember feeling like, and there's like a picture of me like walking alone on the beach. Oh, and wow. like, <laughs> Brilliant. Aging on a Ferris alone on the beach. And I just remember being like, Oh my God, what if like yeah. that hurts my mealy? But how do you how did you um for Twitch but I'm knocking on some kind of wood here because I haven't had that situation, but um how did you what what hurt the most? Was it the public exposure thinking, oh, this is how people perceive me and my husband, or was it just like what was it that made you feel the most vulnerable? I, I think or, or what, I I think it was I think it was a combination of things. It was definitely I mean, I, I take pride in how great my relationship is with Chris. Mm-hmm. And but but having said that, of course, in this crazy world where he's off doing movies and I'm in LA raising our child, like of course I'm gonna feel vulnerable like any normal human would. Yeah. And um so it did make me feel like the bleeding in of like is public perception like even though it's false like is there a grain of like I that's how it made made me feel incredibly insecure yeah and And it's also sort of indefensible because how do you say to the public I didn't this isn't true right and who really you know because the public are so used to being spun and you know you know they've been right stories of like oh we're we're so in love then the next week they release the statement we've split up so everybody you know take it with a grain of salt right and it's it's much more interesting to see a story about a tumultuous relationship than yeah. like a peaceful one. Yeah. But um, no, I think... Um, is the best course of action to just never that's respond? What yeah, that's what I've been told. What is the best course of action? I think it is to never respond. My yeah. knee-jerk reaction was to be like, fuck you. Release a sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> oh you yeah? You think <gasps> I'm old and walking down the beach? This Whoa. is me doing it. Starfish position. Oh. As my child... <laughs> cries in the background but I love uh, talking about starfish position I love children. this makes me think though what if you and I released a sex tape oh my goodness like I just you feel know, like your body's like Ferris feel. still has it Ferris like she, and Fisher she, she's got like you know she can still attract like you know she got a ginger she can still, <laughs> you know did highly in demand <laughs> we, okay wait what's the what's the temperature on that word by the way um it's funny I mean I don't I don't love it no, I feel like it's, I mean, I, I feel like I can say it, but I don't like it. I don't know. I don't, I know there was, 
uh, I think there was recently, oh, I don't want to get all political and heavy and <clears throat> it's not the sort of show, but um, yeah, no, I, I think it, I think it, I think, you know, being judged for anything like that, that's aesthetic and out of your control is, it just feels like fascism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was, when I, I was doing this weird um, movie years ago in, uh, in, in London and there was a show late at night called Fuck Off, I'm a Ginger. And Wait, is that a real show? Yeah. It was called Fuck oh Off God. was on the, in the title? I was telling you about this earlier. You don't ever fucking listen to me. I thought you were telling me about the Fat Kids show. Yeah, that's called Can Fat Kids Hunt? Right, Can Fat Kids Hunt? <laughs> and that was... That's right. That's a real show. By, it, what, it Wait, was. in England? In England, show? yes, yeah. <gasps> And the at nine thirty we on, live in a on crazy King. world. Um, it made me feel good about being an American in a weird way. Like I hadn't really felt kind of good about that for a little while. So I was like, well, at least we don't have a show in America called "Fuck Off, I'm a Ginger." Yeah, but wait, was he? It's a, like it is a defiant. I'm proud of being ginger. Yeah, or yeah. was it like? It, but but it was also mocking. It was also like you know lots of like. The gals being like, Mom, I'm mad. Don't come me Like, oh, wow. Like, playing into the stereotype, I guess, oh. of like whatever that term. Because we don't have that term in America, really. Not really. You don't, don't really. We have shows that are awful, too, in that oh, regard. Well, like, sure. we had that little person show. Was it called Little, Peop- little People Are People, too, or something like that? Are they? <laughs> I'm a little person, and I'm a person. Are you? I'm shorter than you, actually. And when you opened the door, I was surprised because I've always looked at you and been like, she's so gorgeous and I'm the same height as her. And then I saw you and thought, oh, you're like a foot taller than me. Oh, my God. And you have no shoes on. You're really, you're about 5'5". You know, my whole identity growing, I'm 5'4", but my whole identity growing up was the short kid. I was. You Well, compared to me, you're, you know, Amazonian. Oh, You're a different species almost. I thought I was 5'3", but she's saying she's 5'4". There's no way I'm only an inch. I mean, it's not does possible. This, does this open up the avenue where I can compliment your breasts? Yeah, it means the sex tape's on. <laughs> it's on. Because you have really fucking amazing breasts. Well, actually, they're being very happily supported right now in well, some kind of structured accoutrement. That was the first thing I noticed, Isla. I got to <laughs> nuzzle my face right in your boobies with my tall height. <laughs> Um, okay, Isla, here's the, another weird part of the podcast. Okay. We call strangers and we give them advice on oh. their relationships. So I, I have, do you to, have say, to go. Yeah. No, but I am. I have been known to give a lot of unsolicited advice. Me, that's the reason I started this So thing, this is too. solicited advice. Okay, yeah. good. The, because so, I really don't want to do it anymore. And I no, read a no. whole interesting psychology, uh, an article uh, claiming that n- actually people don't even take advice in. And what a waste of time it is. It and probably. So, I mean, certainly they shouldn't be taking my advice. But um, I think they should. I think you've you done pretty should, well for yourself. You know what we should do? Yeah. We should probably take a five-minute break. Okay. Anyone needs, needs, you, needs to urinate, and then we'll come back, and then we'll call our listeners who have uh, call, who've actually wrote in with questions that they need help with, whether it's relationship advice or, fr- or advice with their friends, and then we'll do our best to kind of help them. Oh. Yeah. It's really kind of it's really fun. It's fun. Oh, great. Yeah. 